Welcome to the DHG podcast series with a focus on life beyond numbers with topics about people, careers and flexibility. And now, here's your host, our Director of Corporate Communications and All Things Fun, Alice Gray Harrison. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our DHG podcast series. I'm Alice Gray Harrison, your host. And I love this venue because we get to hear about the things that matter the most to us, flexibilities, career, and of course, our people. We are celebrating National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. The internet truly touches almost all aspects of our everyday life. You know, honestly, for me, the first thing I do in the morning, I probably should be embarrassed to say this. This is even before I have my first cup of coffee is I reach for my phone to check my personal email, to check my DHG email, to check Facebook. What did I miss while I was asleep? Does that sound familiar? You probably do the same thing. So cybersecurity is a major focus area for not only our personal lives, but businesses, both large and small. And you may be surprised to learn that we at DHG have a cybersecurity group that provides services to companies all over the country. You know, joining me today is Tom Tollerton. He's a senior manager in our cybersecurity group. And I think that he has one of the most fascinating jobs here at DHG. And so I invited him to share a little about what this group does. And at the end, he's going to provide us with a few suggestions on what we can do to enhance our online safety as we celebrate Cybersecurity Month. Welcome, Tom. Thanks, Alice Gray. Happy to be here. So cybersecurity is not something you typically think of as a service offered by an accounting firm. I know I've been with the firm now for almost 10 years, and I believe that we've had cybersecurity most of that time, if not all the time. So can you tell me about what you do for DHG in terms of cybersecurity? Absolutely. So uh, again, um, I help lead our cybersecurity advisory services and our IT advisory group. And as a a CPA, public accounting and advisory firm, we do have an area in advisory called IT advisory. And within that, we have cybersecurity type services. And as you say, it's not very common, but it definitely is a service that the majority of our clients are starting to pay attention to right now and, and, and coming to ask, you know, how can we help them address cybersecurity risk and build strong cybersecurity practices. But, you know, our work covers a whole range of things in cybersecurity. We do really exciting technical type work like network penetration testing, putting on, you know, a, a black hat attacker's mentality, if you will, and trying to attack an organization, um, simulate that attack, if you will. Um, we do compliance assessments around things like the payment card industry, protecting credit card numbers, um, HIPAA, security and privacy, so protecting health information um, for, for hospitals and for clinics. And then we do uh, digital forensics as well. So we'll investigate as part of um, incident response investigations how an attacker was actually able to compromise um, an organization's network and systems and potentially steal data or access access confidential and sensitive information. So we we kind of cover the whole gamut um, that you would look for for a cybersecurity partner. I think it's so cool. And your office in um, Charlotte looks like you're on like the set of CSI investigators. It's all dark and there are all these computers. It is the coolest thing to me. So tell me, how did you get into cybersecurity? Well, I was actually fortunate to get into cybersecurity um, right as it was kind of taking off as a as a priority for, for organizations just as, as big hacks started to occur. Um, I entered the, the work 
2006 after graduating college, and I worked for the IT department of a very large department store chain, kind of doing their their networking function, if you will, and sort of fell into cybersecurity as part of um, the payment card industry, which I mentioned a second ago. As a department store chain, we had to deal with uh, credit card data security, and so they needed someone to kind of help lead that initiative for them back then, and and, um, I was really interested in it. And I had some technical capabilities, so I got started there and then moved sort of into more risk governance uh, type work with uh, cybersecurity working for a uh, defense contractor right before joining uh, DHG, kind of getting into consulting and using the skills that I, the technical skills that I learned in my first job and then my risk and governance and leadership skills in my second job, kind of to offer that out to uh, third parties and our clients here at DHG. That's really interesting how you got into it. It's hard to believe that, you know, 20 years ago, there really wasn't cybersecurity as a focus. Um, So it is fairly new. Um, And I know you can't discuss specific client projects, but what are some of the types of cool projects that run through your group? Well, the cooler projects are definitely the um, the more technical ones. Um, we do a lot of the more boring compliance type audits that are you know important and, and very necessary. But uh, you know the glamorous type projects that we do are the are the technical the technical ones I described: network penetration testing, kind of simulating that that attack um, on a website or an attack on an organization's network, trying to get in and see what data we can get access to, kind of simulate seeing if we can actually steal information. Um, we also do a lot of um, social engineering type work as well. So if you've ever seen a phishing email, uh-huh. those phishing emails often lead to the installation of, of malicious software if you click on a link or double-click the attachment. Um, we kind of test organizations' security awareness um, by simulating those phishing attacks. And so we will send out phishing emails to um, typically like accounting type personnel or finance personnel yeah. and see if they'll click on that link and, and actually let us in. Uh, yeah. We always have a lot of success with that. And then the forensics work is, is really a lot of fun as well. It's really unfortunate, frankly, for our clients if something really does um, happen to them. But it, it's definitely fun for us to kind of get in and just see exactly what happened, put together a timeline of events, see what methodologies an attacker may have used to, to compromise the network. It's really valuable for our clients as well because they have reporting obligations if a breach did occur. And they have to obviously understand the impact and, and scope of a potential breach. So it's it's exciting and really valuable for our clients all at the same time. So it's, it's exciting work. And that's where I see you on the scene of something like CSI, like putting all the pieces together, figuring out how things can happen. And I, I think right. it's, it's totally fascinating that you simulate the, the emails with malware because I mean, you know, I get them all the time. He not all the time because we have really great security, but I do get them from time to time. Well, and I think it's really fascinating. Now I'm going to send it to you and be like, "Did you send me this?" <laughs> <laughs> That's just fine. <laughs> okay. So since we are celebrating Cybersecurity Awareness Month, I thought that it would be interesting if you could give us a few tips um, regarding things we can do to protect our security. Sure. Absolutely. And. Frankly, what we find, Alice Gray, is that the basics um, are are really effective at helping to to mitigate the likelihood of an attack. So, just very basic things like making sure you use strong passwords. Don't use a blank password if that's possible. Don't use a weak password. 
meaning like a, a simple dictionary type word. Don't use one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, it doesn't have to be overly complex, but use for all of your accounts, certainly ones that are critical to you, passwords of at least eight characters. Use a special character, use a number, kind of vary it up a little bit. And don't use the same password for all of your accounts, because if one of your um, accounts is compromised, let's say that your, your bank account, you use one password. If, if that password is compromised, an attacker could potentially use that same password in other accounts that you have. So it's really important to not use the same password as well. And, and to help you with that, we always recommend like a password management app for your phone. Um, if you go to if you go to the App Store and, and on your Google phone or on your iPhone, you can just search password management, and several options will come up, and they help store your passwords for you. And then you only need one, uh, ideally super complex password to remember to unlock all of your other passwords. So that that's idea. I, I definitely recommend strong passwords and good password management. For from a personal computer standpoint, if you work for a DHG, you typically have pretty uh, pretty hardened systems, but um, always make sure that you have an antivirus solution on your on your computer and that the signatures are up to date. And always make sure that you're getting the latest security patches from Microsoft and Adobe and the other uh, application for the applications that you use. Uh, Windows 10 is is really good about kind of making sure that that occurs by default. But if you use earlier versions of Windows, like Windows 7 and Windows 8, in some instances, it, it's that can sometimes slip through the cracks. So make sure that's that's set up on your on your personal workstation. Um, and then third, finally, I, keep an eye out for those email phishing attacks. They're getting really sophisticated. The ones that we see out in the wild, attackers are getting very creative in in how they can trick you into thinking that an attachment or a link is legitimate, um, something that's either very interesting to mm -hmm. you, like you would actually want to open it, or coming from it's sourced from a legitimate source, someone yeah. that you know, and you know you, you just think automatically that whatever that person has sent you must be okay to open. Right. Um, they're getting good about kind of simulating, you know, being someone that they're they're not. Very good. So this podcast will be shared on our careers website. So if somebody were listening and they thought, mm, this is kind of interesting, I might want to go this route for my career. Um, what, what would they do? How do they, how do you get into cybersecurity? Great question. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot easier now than it was when I got started. Um, frankly, because a lot of universities and, and colleges right now have are, are starting to build cybersecurity-focused programs, whether it's in computer science or, or their, their business school, there are majors and minors in cybersecurity. So I would, if, if you're in school right now, I would certainly say take a look and see what classes or what uh, concentrations are available in cybersecurity. And then uh, second, I would say that cybersecurity is, is really one of those career focuses where, you know, you're, you're kind of all in. You can't split cybersecurity with, uh, you know, accounting and, and, and that sort of a thing. It's, it's a constant learning uh, type career where you constantly have to learn new technology, new techniques, um, keep up with the latest compliance frameworks. There's definitely a focus. You have to have a focus and you have to have a desire to learn um, to be in cybersecurity. So I would definitely encourage you to, you know, to evaluate yourself, to look at yourself and think about whether that was that's something that a characteristic of your personality. And, and just read up. Just learn as much as you can. Very good. Well, Tom, thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. Happy to do it, Alice. Great. 
And thank you all for listening to Life at DHG, our premier podcast series. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll tell your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our DHG blog for more great stories about our life beyond numbers. Join us next time for another edition of Life at DHG. DHG.